Hello and welcome to the second episode of Mmm Podcast. Mm. <laughs> yes, I said I'm gonna as, stop as, doing it sexually. Yeah, but at last time we said it is chocolatey. Yeah, and, and that was chocolatey. Any, any kind of pleasure, not not anything else. No, 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 no chocolate. No, no, no. It's not. Don't sexual. take any hints out it's of it. It's chocolate. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody who listened last time. Um, we are very um, pleased and honored and uh, very kind of you know happy that people tuned in um the response we got was very nice and very heartwarming so yes and we will be getting better as we because we're kind of figuring it out as we go ourselves yes uh and also both uh topics wise and sound quality wise (laughs) i don't know about the topics wise (laughs) yeah topics maybe not but the the um flowing of the conversation it's gonna yes. get better oh yes. and uh, the sound quality as well because we're like figuring out sound engineering as we go oh yes the only way is up <laughs> i don't think there is down from, from from fucking getting swallowed by a snake i don't think like what is worse so this is either gonna be on the same level or up <laughs> stay yeah. tuned and see yeah, how, very, how we, what happens but uh very true how's your week been how's another week in lockdown my week's been good yeah my week week's been um productive i have had a very busy day today as you know mm-hmm. and uh had a nice like chill out in london over the weekend went out for the first time in ages to walk around yeah. which was great i love that walking has become the <laughs> the main thrill of, yeah yeah of the town what about what about you it was olivia's birthday it was olivia's birthday and uh my girlfriend's birthday and uh yeah lockdown birthdays are very interesting i had one myself and now she had one and uh i think to really say like 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 it's it's a nice birthday it's absolutely a nice birthday but it kind of pales in comparison doesn't it absolutely because because like you immediately like how much even how much you put into it you still feel a bit limited on your options yeah yeah you make the best what you can. You can make it really nice, yes, but, you can, you, but... You, but it's never going to be as nice because yeah. there's so many limitations. And uh, yeah. you are, you know... It depends on the personality so you much. are, though. Like, if you really enjoy indoors and your own home, then I guess lockdown birthdays can become the best thing ever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it would have been nice to go outside. Not outside, like walking. <laughs> Your birthday walk is oh about God. to commence. And it's even, you know, now it's it's even less of an event. Remember back in like April and May, like a walk was, whoa. It was yeah. like you were going to a different country. Uh, my, my my lifeline was going to Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah. Sainsbury's was, was the shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sainsbury's was fire. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, shall we get into it? We, we we can start cracking. We have three new topics. <laughs> I, I don't know if they're any better or worse <laughs> than the last ones, but they're definitely something. They are something. They, are, is, something. they are something. So, without further ado, order takeaway every day. A bit of a lockdown <laughs> special. A bit of a lockdown question, yes. Because um, I'll just start cracking with this. Well, you know, I, we got to should you order takeout every day right that's our problem yes so let's keep in mind to be fair like takeaway there's (laughs) there's many different takeaways because you can either order like cheeseburger from mcdonald's or you can order a full meal from let's say a steakhouse true so i guess we also gotta take into account what kind of variety of takeaways well technically 
takeaway could be like getting, you know, coffee delivered in the morning. Like Greg's. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's done that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah. But that would be a weird guy, you know? Can't walk 10 minutes to get your damn coffee. Um, I, it, the first thought to me that comes is, you need dough. You need money. Like <laughs> I thought you were going with like pizza dough. No, you don't, like, need, you don't no, need pizza dough. You, you need, need money. Because like, if you order the cheapest meals every single time that's gonna get boring yeah super fast yeah. and then you don't want to treat yourself and you're gonna order that steakhouse <laughs> or like sushi platters or whatnot you cannot do that all the time because that's gonna cost money so yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say like no matter what the takeout is is gonna cost more than obviously if you're making food yes. if you're doing groceries so you know, yeah, you gotta have dough. You gotta have cheddar. Uh, <laughs> but all these moves. But um, I'm gonna say, like, because, okay, so if we're getting personal here, I order takeout, you know, like somewhat often. Yeah, not every day, but like. Not every day, but yeah. like twice a week, maybe? Yeah. yeah. How does that make you feel? Like, <laughs> is, it, are, is it a pro or a con? Well, it's a pro in the sense that, because I hate cooking, mm. as you know, but some people do, but some don't. I hate cooking. Um, and I'm really bad at cooking. I have like four things I can make mm. well, and I just keep those on rotation. So whenever I order takeout, it's like one, easy, it comes right to my door. Um, two, I don't have to cook. Um, there, you know, you don't, you don't have to clean any dishes. You don't have to really do anything. But it always like if you're ordering dinner, and um, I always tell, I always tell myself, you know, like this dinner, uh, I wanna, I'm gonna spend only ten pounds on it. But then you have service fee, then you have delivery fee, then you have like some other, you know, artsy fee, and it always ends up like around fifteen or twenty. That's quite a lot. That also, is quite if you, a if, lot. If you think like homemade meal, that's probably two fifty a meal. Yeah, like not not yeah. extravagant or anything, but uh, just like you make food at home, you get you fill yourself. You know, you're not hungry anymore. That's like two fifty. Yeah, but if I had money, like a lot of money, I'm talking, I would I would be ordering takeout every day. Yeah, I def I would be like if I have money to afford it then i will not cook a meal <laughs> in my life i want to have like breakfast lunch and dinner mm. um it's also a bit difficult because i understand like people who can't cook like not at all survival depends on it they just cannot cook like but they still function in normal world because when they go out they go to their offices in central london or wherever they work construction or whatever yeah uh there's like because especially in London, but other places as well. There's like coffee shops everywhere. You can buy a sandwich. Yeah. Like you, you, you can go anywhere. But now, because you cannot, no one orders a sandwich to. Oh, no one orders like a triple bread <laughs> to <laughs> home. So that, that is, already yeah. like puts you into like if you're gonna order a takeaway, you're gonna order something bigger than that or like yeah. better than that. I think the thing is that now, especially in lockdown, we're not going out to restaurants. Mm. Or eating pretty much anywhere that is not either, you know, something that you bought that's a ready meal or like a sandwich or obviously cooking. So, and usually you're going to go out, you know, sometimes, you know, probably once a week, you're going to at least get a meal that is from a restaurant or something. You know, yep. most people do that minimum, yep. like one time. As you said, if you're working, you get lunch at like the office neighborhood. So you are getting... Take out technically every day. 
Uh, but we don't have that right now. So here's a question because yep. you do, I don't really do takeaway. I do it like I would normally do. Like if I want to celebrate or I want to treat myself or something special, yeah. lockdown hasn't changed yeah. anything or any, any Corona time period hasn't changed my takeaway experiences, routine. but uh, routine, <laughs> yeah. But uh, cheaper option for you would be, because you said you hate cook cooking yeah. and um, why not have ready meals? Because I'm not a big fan of ready meals, but there are some good ones out there. Like, I'm not going to just throw shade like ready meals are the most awful thing in the world. No, there are some good ones out there and they're way cheaper than takeaway. So why not? Why not do that? That's a great question. And I have an answer. Um, I am very picky with with the ready meals. So I like only a few that I've tried. And the other reason, and this sounds so dumb, uh, as you could imagine, because it's me. <laughs> But the other reason is that ready meals, one, um, does not fill me up, but two, makes me feel nauseous because it's too much. So unless mm. I eat one and a half, I'm never in the perfect balance, but I cannot eat one and a half because then what do I do with the other half? Like keep it for like a midnight snack? Nah. So, and also, for example, where we live, um, we don't have any supermarket around that has good ready meals. And usually the supermarkets that have good ready meals are the supermarkets that are like really posh. Yeah. It's so like M&S, Weight, Weight Rose, those, those guys have really good ready meals. But also with those guys, like, do you know, you know, M&S, like a ready meal paella or something. That's like eight pounds. Yeah. What? Yeah. I know. I know. It's like, well, it's a big paella. It's like a fancy paella. Yeah. But it's like eight pounds for, or like the M&S pizza. That's six pounds. You kidding me? For frozen pizza? Yeah. Well, Jesus. the M&S one, there's, there's definitely variety in there. But yeah, the M&S itself is like six pounds. Yeah. yeah. And the small meals, like lunch meals are like, what, 250 to three. I think that there is a problem with takeaways in the sense that whenever you order, okay, not whenever you order, but like a lot of the times from my personal experience and being around people, it is something unhealthy. So if you order takeaway every single day, which is our prompt, then chances are you're going to be eating a lot more unhealthy than you usually do. Yeah. Um, so if I order, say like takeaway twice a week, chances are one of those times is going to be like KFC <laughs> because of Sabrina. <laughs> shout out to Sabrina. Shout, shout out to Sabrina. <laughs> we call Sabrina the snack monster in our yes. house because she loves to snack. Yes. Um, but no, and so if you order every day, then that like rounds it up averagely to maybe three unhealthy meals a day, a week. Yeah. Um, which is more than I'd like and more than, you know, I think most people should have. Is that dabbling into like Just Eat and Uber Eats and whatnot? I've noticed that most restaurants, that's the delivery services own thing really but mm. uh they have that price that like 250 for delivery mm. so that kind of makes you want to order more doesn't it because you yeah. don't want to just order a burger yeah. for 250 yeah. and the problem in there is that then you order not only you spend more money ordering that food but you also eat more food yeah and i doubt like if you order like a burger meal you get fries you get onion rings you get a milkshake on that i doubt anyone's gonna like <laughs> store them in the fridge and yeah. be like be like oh although we've done that we've done that <laughs> but it, it it like 
it is there there is not any like probable. yeah it, it doesn't feel like it's, you, you put those onion rings in the fridge and you're like oh i'll eat this tomorrow and that was your pang all along it feels <laughs> like wrong <laughs> like the best word to describe that is wrong yeah it does feel <laughs> wrong so, um so then you easily rank up rank up into 15 pounds and then you also eat more than you actually want to eat and you're always full it's a vicious cycle it is a vicious cycle and when you want like sometimes you're craving i don't know off the top of my head not that we've ever done it a milkshake you know <laughs> sometimes you're craving a milkshake okay one milkshake that's like 250 hell yeah i'll treat myself to a milkshake you click the thingy and then you mm. have okay 250 delivery then you have like two pounds uh service fee and then the one that really gets me is like small order um fee or addition so they basically like round your thing up to 10. So my milkshake that is 250, you're telling me that to have mm. this wonderful piece of, you know, mm. drink beverage, I need to spend 10 pounds. I'm not playing your game, you know, <laughs> he said, having done it. <laughs> but yeah, the problem is with that, like you cannot just like order a can of Pringles. <laughs> Cause like, cause yeah. like the problem Again, is- Again, not that we've ever done that. <laughs> cause, the, Cause the problem is like, you can just walk to a store, you lazy fuck. <laughs> but listen, you know what really shocks me? Like, the delivery from, like, a corner shop. So, we ordered wine, and it came. Like, a guy went, <laughs> and he bought two bottles, and he drove here, and he delivered wine. Like, that's so crazy to me. You can just, like, oh, click a button, and then you have, like, wine and chocolate. That's mm. insane. I would like to see a statistic from Just Eat or Uber Eats or any one of these really Deliveroo. Just like how their drivers drive. Yeah. Just like to see how close these are. Because I'm thinking, I started thinking about the environmental thing as well. Yeah. Like if there's just drivers all over going around every day, that's going to be a lot of gas going. And uh, Do you think those businesses will suffer um, once lockdown is completely gone? Interesting question. Because I think in the first like years people are gonna want to go out and eat yeah but people also i think because if the experience is still kind of the same like the face masks and whatnot i think people some people are getting used to just ordering the takeaway true and so, also um so many people like money is a big problem yeah so people don't have money like yeah. i keep hearing this argument you know once corona is done then everybody will go out to party and like go on vacations and stuff People don't have money. People lost jobs. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be roaring 20s like straight <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. And I think also like there are many families that probably order takeaway. Mm. So uh, they don't probably want to get their kids to a restaurant or whatnot. True. So they're probably going to just order the takeaway anyway. So to wrap it up, what do you think? Should you order takeaway every day? To sum it up, sum it up don't order takeaway every day because you're going to get fat. You're going to lose all your money. And uh, you're going to create hell of an em environmental impact in the most Ooh, negative way that's very but true. uh but do support keep in mind that do support your local businesses because for example my girlfriend's birthday we ordered from a from a restaurant a local restaurant so uh do keep them up and running until they can actually open again and uh maybe we get eat out to help out again yeah. and then, th then things will pick up again but uh <laughs> don't spend money that you don't have and um but do do support your local businesses it's like give them what you can I agree. so like once a week 
maybe twice a week if you feel like it is good amount. Yeah, but also I agree. However, I'd also like to say that, you know, if you can afford it and if you're ordering healthy stuff, I'm more on the, you know, yeah, go for it. If you s- go for it smartly, yeah. you know, um, maybe I'm biased because <laughs> I know I would do it in my life if I had the option. So if you if you think that you can handle that <laughs> responsibility of having people give you food every day at your door, I say go for it. But that's a good point, though, about the um, environmental impact. It's a good point. So what what's the service that um, uses bikes? One of them uses bikes. Just Eat? I mean, U- just eat. Uber has bikes in general, but I don't know. The one that uses actually... bikes. That's a good one. Because, you know, no gas. Yeah, that's so, true. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good one. Mm. Moving <laughs> on. Mm. The second topic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If, if, you, if you may press the button. Have friends. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Bear with us. Should I, should I have friends? Bear with us. There's a lot I of mean, meat in this one. They, they, Easy answer is, of course, you should have friends. Yes, but we don't like easy answers on the Yeah, exactly. Podcast. No, the easy answer is yes. But let's take a scenario that all your friends suck and you're not... With, well, not... That, that's a bit of an oversimplification, isn't it? But let's say, let's say you have no one else and this is just a friend group that mm. you kind of kind of ended up with. Mm. And like, yeah, you... you, you you get along and like you can have fun and stuff like that but ultimately like if you can be like 50% of yourself and those are the only friends you have mm. is it like nice because you constantly kind of have to hide something from yourself so i think we got to start this off by you know that whole discussion that's like what is the real you because you yeah. behave differently in different situations yeah so off the top of my head, you are different. Everybody, I think, is different when they're completely alone yes. versus like the people that they're closest with versus like family versus kind of close friends versus professional. Yes. Right. So to go to your thought, um, I think if you're pretending in all situations that you're not alone, because when you're alone, presumably uh, you are the realist, although I don't believe that to be true, but let's assume that it is. Um if you're pretending in all of those situations, you're in a tricky situation. Yeah. Um, I think it's 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 kind of like various degrees of truth. So I think everybody hides parts of themselves in different situations and around different people. Uh, but the real question is how much? Yeah. So if you're hiding a lot of yourself, if you're being completely untruthful and pretending 100%, then in my opinion, there are two scenarios. Scenario one is you have some personal problems that you got to deal with. Or scenario two is the people that you've surrounded yourself are just, you know, not so great people that you cannot be yourself around. So then you got to kind of look for new people. None of those things are easy to do. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's such a complex kind of thought yeah. to wrap your head around because if i put this in raw numbers like let's say strangers on the street like i'm 10 percent myself with them yeah. it's more of like oh how do you do oh weather is nice yeah yada, yada. And let's say 100 is like i could be like totally relaxed everything is nice and that yeah. person like i i it would stick with me no matter what i do isn't it better to have those friendships let's say like two 90 friends instead of like seven 40 to 50 percent absolutely i think 
one real true friend is better than take than 10 like okay medium friends yeah like you most people you just need like people to kind of help you out and you need to have people that you were ready to help out um so that level of friendship that complete truth comes out of that is the most important thing unfortunately um a lot of people like that and that's something that must be very difficult yeah. but once you go to that level that 100 or 90 percent level it, we're talking really generally obviously yeah but that's something to strive for if all you've known is 50 percent friends and that's all your friend group you don't kind of know any better yeah. and then that prompts the question how would you be confident enough to approach say the next level of friendship yeah yeah so then then you're kind of always alone like the deepest thoughts you have not even the deepest but like semi-deep thoughts you're kind of alone with them aren't you absolutely i think that's such a um difficult barrier to cross mm. between like close friends and like really close friends if you know yeah. what i mean because say that you've been friends with someone for five years right mm. and you're very good friends with them you trust them they trust you etc there might be parts of you that you're not ready to share yet but you want to share and it's very difficult to tell yourself oh i'm gonna you know um show this person this side of myself that they've never seen mm. because then you're thinking that person is going to see you in a completely different light yeah and it's very difficult to change um perspectives about people like that or to make yourself okay with that change yeah the thing that is interesting to me is if you're alone mm you you have to handle every situation or yourself and that's not the best scenario but at least you learn to adapt to everything overcome everything versus friends who completely rely on other friends yeah. to help them out and they constantly need someone to be there that's an i guess the best best place to be is somewhere in between but how <laughs> i think that codependency is a really big problem and I think independency is something that should be very, very strived towards. So mm -hmm. being able to handle yourself, you know, not, I think obviously, you know, like we're dancing around the topic, but obviously have friends, but I think it's really bad to depend on people all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you can, of course, depend on people. That's what people are there for. They're there to help and support each other. But if you need help and support always, then that is something that you got to work on because the sad reality of life is there might come a point where you got to handle that thing yourself and you got to support yourself and you got to help yourself and what do you do then yeah so be independent but also have the option of not being independent i think yeah. that's the perfect balance yeah because uh, codependency can can fuck you up yeah. i i say if if you find yourself in a situation if you're listening to this and now you think i just ask my friend to help me out in everything every single thing i need help all the time find the easiest tasks to do like if you're gonna do let's say a job application of try try to do it yourself first and then uh see the result and then you can ask your friend's advice and opinion but find those tasks that you can try to do yourself and then build up your own confidence and on the other end of spectrum, if you're completely alone and you're finding yourself stressed and you don't have time to do everything, then find find a thing you can actually ask your friend to help you with. 
the interesting top, interesting discussion we had way earlier mm-hmm. was the I'm not going to go too deep into that but we had a conversation about being a man and how much a man can share his emotions with another man i guess in that as well as many of your friendship questions you should always ask why are you not willing to share this information with your friend because if they are close enough they're not going to laugh at you they're not going to going to leave you or ridicule you or tell your secrets to other people there's always that sense of fear and it's understandable mm. but it ultimately comes from you doesn't it it's yeah. your own insecurity that puts you maybe my friend is not my friend after all and it's something to do with you so i i'd say don't be afraid to have discussions with your friends and question the general levels of friendship and what kind of friendship you have i agree i think the biggest takeaway from me to me from that discussion that we had way earlier um a few days ago weeks ago actually was that you think that you because there's this guy thing um you know it's it comes from societal expectations and the 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 world that we live in but mm. i think a lot of men struggle with showing weakness mm. and we spoke about this obviously not everybody but it's it's definitely a thing that guys experience you know you especially mm. in front of other men but the biggest takeaway to me from our conversation was that you might be struggling with something and you might be afraid to show weakness but since you are chances are the other man is also struggling with things and yep. they're afraid to show weakness so we got to really work to destigmatize that guys should be able to be very comfortable going to each other and sharing and then you know helping each other about stuff that might seem emotional or weak but you know that's just bullshit you know just be yourself and just especially if you got have that level of closeness and that level of friendship then why not like really why not you yeah. got to just break that barrier yeah i agree and uh the thing is that that is interesting to me is let's say you're all let's say you have six friends mm-hmm. you have a friend group all of them are 40 to 50% friends you're not really close with them yeah. but you're you don't have anybody else this old saying like oh if you if you were yourself with them and they left you they're not your friends after all which i agree that like if they don't like you as you are then them go who cares yeah. but let's take a scenario where you have six friends 40 to 50 and you're afraid to actually show who you are yeah cuz there is a there is a big chance that they don't accept you so is it better to just say like oh they weren't my friends after all and be alone or be in that sort of friendish group i think <laughs> I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. I think I think if you can uh if you can work to get those 40-50% higher <laughs> then do that but then I think it depends uh if you think that yourself that that is the level the max level that you will reach as friends but I I do think it depends on the situation. I think it depends on what to you 40-50% closeness is mm. because to some people that's perfectly enough and normal like mm. to some people um the closest friend they need and want is just someone to like have a drink with talk about the world and that's it like yeah. to some people that's it to other people they need someone to be there for them all the time to have uh you know support for them and to share everything with and neither is better than the other it just mm. depends on what kind of person you are so i think in that specific situation then again depending on what person you are you got to decide for yourself is this a healthy environment that I'm in. Yeah. 
if it's not healthy environment, then those things should be discussed. Because like yeah. I said, if those friendship friendships are strong enough and true enough, then you should be able to talk about even the difficult topics. Yeah. And the thought that came to me is, how do you have friends after a certain level? Because usually you make friends in school, mm -hmm. in university, in your workplace. But then everything else is kind of random, isn't it? <laughs> You don't, you don't just meet stranger on the street and you become friends. And if you do, that is a very random it's occurrence. literally how Polly came into my life. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, but that is very rare, that wouldn't is you very say? Rare. So, that is um, very rare. And a shout out to Polly shout as well. Shout out to Polly, who, <laughs> but, who my friends met on the beach and now she's forever stuck in our lives. <laughs> yes, and good so. All your friendships, wouldn't you say, come from school or university? Yeah. Or workplace. Not yeah. all of them, but most of them. No, like, I'd say all, pretty much all of them come from either school, uni, or work. Yeah, and what do you see right now? Like, obviously, I don't think many people would say no to new friendships. Mm. You wouldn't meet anyone now, would you? I mean, specifically us, because of the industry we're in, we well, might. We might, yeah, but... But I think for... I, I don't I don't actually know because people tend to change jobs a lot. Mm. Like my sister, for example, she I like to joke that she collects. Shout out to my sister. <laughs> I like to joke that she collects friends because every time she switches a job, she gets really close to like new people. Mm. So she has so many friends that are on like those high percentages that we're talking about. Because every kind of new work or friend environment that she's in, she finds you know someone new to click with. Mm. Uh, and I think that continues. I think it only stops when you're like late 30s, mm. from what I've seen at least. Um, but yes, I, I would agree that it's it's very difficult post like post university and post your kind of first couple of jobs. It's very difficult to make because you're also I think on some level you're thinking, well, I have enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, a lot of people are like that. Like. Um, you're thinking, okay, you know, I would love to be friends with these people, but like, I don't need to work to achieve that that ultimate level of closeness because I already have so many people that are, that I'm close with. Yeah. If you have a lot of friends, I I don't know and I cannot answer, but let's say you listeners, if you have something to say to what I'm about to present, please spark a conversation. Oh, but yeah. but yeah. let's say let's say you have a lot of friends. Does it at some point? become like a task like if anyone's played sims like you you gotta you gotta call people you gotta manage everything and if you have so many friends and they're like oh wanna hang out no i don't have time i gotta hang out with this friend now and stuff like that then it's almost like could become a task and then you're that is such a good are, question are you though. then eventually forced to cut some people out of your life or are you just forced to stretch very thin for all your friends and then ultimately are they your friends if you have to in a sense serve them like be around them that is such a good question i have thought about this a lot i have different relationships with different close friends so some close friends i know that i can literally like off the top of my head i can think of two people that i can spend like half a year never talking to not on the phone not even texting and i still consider consider them some of my closest people ever other people, just because the relationship has evolved towards that, I talk almost daily with. And I think neither is, again, better than the other. It's mm. just different types of relationships. 
But I do agree that maybe as you grow older, it could become very difficult to juggle. Like when you have a family, for example, you know, mm. when you have a family, you cannot be juggling 10 friends, for example, like 10 close friends. It's impossible. If you have a kid to take care of, then that becomes your ultimate task. So you kind of juggle around and switch about your priorities, which is completely normal. It's the cycle of life. Mm. Um, so I think this level, it's, it can be difficult, but not necessarily, but later on, definitely. I think it becomes a weird kind of balance mm. to wrap up, to wrap up, I'd say you should have friends, but also the, an interesting topic. <laughs> I don't really have an, cause people are so different and Everybody has a different life scenario going on and everybody has different kind of people in their lives. Do they even have a chance to meet new people? They may, they might or they might not. I say it's always better to have friends than not have friends. I agree. But even in this discussion, we presented so many questions and yeah. such little answers. And yeah. what answers we presented is from our own experiences. So who are we to say? Absolutely. I think that's a very important distinction to make that we are once again, really lucky in this this scenario because we're living in like a Western uh, society. We're in London, you know, we're, we're very fortunate in a lot of ways, mm. extremely privileged in a lot of ways. So I think all of this is coming from our personal perspective and our experiences. But obviously there, there are so many different societies and cultures and people. And then it's so, as you said, we posed so many questions because it's such a, complex and yeah. we're basically talking about human relationships <laughs> yeah. which is like we cannot sum that up in a 20 minute podcast conversation oh, no. with this segment i guess for me is to have people think about their existing relationships good or bad and uh how you can possibly take that further mm. how you can better yourself as a friend if you find yourself just relying on your friends try to try to actually become your friend try to help them out as well to do things yourself don't burden your friends too much and on the other side of the spectrum don't be afraid to ask your friends for help if you need because it is hard to carry just everything alone and do do ask those relevant questions like why is my friendship why cannot i talk with this thing with my friend because ultimately you probably can mm. and it's something to do with you why you cannot yeah might be your insecurities might be your situation who knows chances yeah. are they're gonna help you yeah they're, they're, yeah, they're exactly. gonna be there for so, you so i would say just with this segment you should have friends <laughs> but explore your pre-existing friendships yes. explore yourself maybe even further those friendships i i am on the same page as you are you've said it better than i could ever I'm liking this thing where like the <laughs> second topic is like the, the really yes. meaty thing that we can get into. And then we go to a meaty thing. Yes, <laughs> yes as, as per all. If you, if you think, <laughs> if you think eating, eating eaten by a snake wasn't a mean I question think, I enough. Think, I think, I think getting eaten by a snake is more memeable it's, than it's this more is. It's more memeable than this, but come on, the upcoming one is a... Is that me? <laughs> it's also a great one. It's a very out of the... Well, without any more teasing. Box against a YouTuber. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm saying yes at the um, topic, not at the prompt. <laughs> not at the prompt of boxing a YouTuber. Just like... Oh my God, this is going to be so fun. <laughs> let, let's, let's start. 
I don't know, cracking this down. How, how, how do we start this? So let's let's take some context. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you ever dabbled with YouTube community, Logan Paul is probably a name yeah. you, you've encountered. Yeah. And if you dabbled even more, probably you've you've seen Sidemen and specifically a side Sidemen member called KSI. And these two YouTubers <laughs> challenged each other to a boxing match. Been two, right? There's been two, and the, the first, first one, one was, was a tie, yeah. yeah, and uh, second the second one KSI was KSI, one. but yeah. just a tiny bit. And um, that started then, the whole then, trend, then, yeah. And then there were these stupid offside matches with Jake Paul, his <laughs> brother. I could care about who cares about that? Fucking Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. But um, and there are like so many niche matches now, like little YouTubers fighting other like little creators. It's yeah. a whole thing. So um, this is this is the context and. Um, yeah, it's it's becoming and, a real and, and and Logan is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Oh yeah, which is like the most insane so in, thing. Instead of should you fight a YouTuber, this is should, should a YouTuber fight a boxer? <laughs> but no, uh, that's freaking insane. Like I still cannot get over the fact that this this kid, this like, well, he's older than I am, but Logan Paul, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Like that is insane. Yeah, that is, that is insane. Like hats off to the dude for <laughs> no, honestly. Like that is, I admire like the fact that he pulled this off because he's fighting the biggest boxer of all time. That's yeah. that's freaking insane. Yeah, like say what you want about the guy, but that is an achievement on its own. And is it if he gets totally beaten? Is it an achievement? Yeah, getting to a ring and getting your ass kicked. Well, we couldn't get into a ring with Floyd Mayweather. I mean, if with enough marketing, we could. I think. I think it's not respectable to get in because ultimately it's about money those things are show matches the same thing about the youtube thing and stuff like that those are show matches true so like if you have enough marketing and if you have enough brand you can get into a ring with anyone floyd mayweather probably literally comes for money not because like oh i want to find logan paul yeah but it's um it's it's Floyd Mayweather. He's got what like fifty one wins, zero uh, losses. Yeah, he's got pretty good. So so this guy like he isn't gonna fight anyone. He isn't gonna fight like anyone. He's but don't gonna... you think he's been offered a lot of money to do? I this? know. I think the number was revealed. I think it was something insane. Uh, but it's still like to handle. That's a whole process. Like to to get that done. Like it's Logan's people, his people. It's a whole thing. I give. Yeah, I give. I give credit to marketing. Do I give credit to Logan Paul? Like, I give credit if he can survive in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. Absolutely. But if if just getting into a ring with Floyd, May Floyd Mayweather, let's say you get your ass completely kicked. Like, was it worth it? Well, okay. Two things. Number one, uh, it's scary as hell. It's scary yeah. as hell. Like, you're fighting the biggest boxer. Okay, I give credit to that. Like, and getting also, into a ring with I him. I give credit for the idea. Because, you know, okay, Logan is fighting KSI. You know, you can kind of think of that. Mm. You know, like, oh, I'm going to fight another YouTuber. But you got to be absolutely crazy to, like, think of, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to fight the biggest fucking boxer of all time. <laughs> That's insane. Even though I don't think it was actually his idea. I think it was his manager's idea. Um, but I give credit to the team. Anyway. Anyway, back to... Back I have to, tickets I'll, to that. I have tickets to that. Tickets to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I bought them like 20 on, pounds. online tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But they cancelled it. It should have been, like three days ago oh. and it's not cancelled sorry it's uh, postponed mm. because of rona yeah Lady well rona. well going back to let's take one step further and leave floyd mayweather <laughs> this going into youtuber first of all the prompt doesn't specify which youtuber obviously we kind of went logan paul 
way yeah. because that has been done. But uh, if you fight, I don't know, Jeffree Star. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything further. Like, I'm sure Jeffree Star is powerful in his own way. But uh, I don't think like, he would box, man. Yeah, but like a YouTuber, we can choose anyone, really. So um, who would you be confident with going into a ring? Of the YouTubers? Yeah, but um, also give it a bit of a challenge. You cannot just choose anyone. Okay, give it a bit of a challenge and I'm fighting it. Well, I think it has to be someone I dislike. But also, because this is what I'm thinking. YouTubers, those who actually have established themselves pretty well, like let's say Logan Paul, yeah. Logan Paul they have time. Yeah. They have professional people and they have yeah, the money yeah. Oh, yeah. to actually practice and become good. Like you can say, oh, Logan Paul is a YouTuber. <laughs> you cannot box. But let's let's think. He trains like ten hours a day. Anyone Dude, he's who trains, like, he's actually okay. Apparently, yeah. he's decent. Yeah, because of, of, co of course, because if you train like ten hours a day, of course, any anyone can become like it. You cannot just discredit True. like they are YouTubers, so they cannot do it. If they train, if they have professional people, yeah. they train ten hours a day. They're gonna kick your ass Absolutely. if you're not prepared. Absolutely, I agree completely. I don't think it's easy at all. I don't think I hate that argument like, oh my god, it's YouTuber boxing. Well, it's not easy. You're still boxing. You're still training for a sport for months on end. Yeah, and of course, boxing has its own. You gotta learn the sport because it's not just like go and pummel. Like and it's a you scary cannot. Sport. You you cannot do anything like. Um, it's UFC, yeah. and um, in that you can basically do practically anything. But in boxing, you have certain rules mm. that you gotta follow. Mm. So, expecting just people to go into a ring and pummel each other is not what boxing is. So, like you said, you gotta learn the sport. Yeah. So, so who would I fight? It takes though? a lot of practice. Who would I fight, man? And let's say, because <laughs> it's you, you're not a YouTuber, so you gotta find the time to train. You gotta invest your own money if you yeah. want to to a trainer. So. You I'll can't. I, I I'd say you cannot just take all Logan Paul. Yeah, no. I'll tell you who I'd fight. <laughs> um, and this is my calculated decision. <laughs> it's also off the top of my head. So I would fight David Dobrik, and I would fight David Dobrik because one, I could take him physically <laughs> at our current stages. <laughs> I am larger than him, stronger than him. Two. Fighting David Dobrik, who is like arguably one of the biggest YouTubers, also mm. definitely one of the most liked YouTubers, I would uh, get so much clout. <laughs> I would get so much clout. I also want to meet David Dobrik <laughs> and I want to like chill out with his gang. So um, because of the social expectations, because I do have a chance of winning against him, mm. I would probably fight David Dobrik. I don't think David Dobrik would fight me. <laughs> Um, but I, that's what I'd go against. Yeah, no, David Dobrik, I think, is, is my choice. What about you? Who would you fight? I don't know. I'm not well invested in the YouTube community as is. I would, I would want to give someone, you know, those YouTubers that are kind of like, they have these paint clips or like, they're pretty famous, <laughs> but like no one knows their faces. So I would want to give I would want to give them a chance to unveil themselves That's in true. a boxing match. Uh, what is that kid that is um, the kid that unra I think it's like this huge YouTube channel. Is it this child that does unboxing on YouTube? Unboxing. Yeah, he does like he unboxes and so this is six year old makes eleven million a year reviewing toys. His name is it's Ryan's World. So I eleven want, million. Yeah, so I don't want to fight that kid. <laughs> 
11 million okay, no, I for reviewing it. toys. It's, it's literally like he is reviewing toys. I was going to say I'd fight the kid because I'd win, but then I saw the kid and the kid is damn cute. So I wouldn't want to fight this kid. Maybe in like 10 years, but I wouldn't want to punch yeah. a child, obviously. If you want, if you want a career option, unboxing toys is the thing. He makes from, 11 million. Are, are you, are you, are you taking that kid from unboxing to boxing? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He makes he made 22 million last year. That's fucking insane. What are we doing here? So how old? He 11 years old. No, he's six. He's six. <laughs> yeah. He's six. He well, can buy no, a sorry. mansion no, 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 in no, no, central no, no, no. London, and he's no, 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 six. No, no, no. He was six in 2017, so he is 10 now. So he's 10. Yeah. And he can buy a mansion in central London. No problem. Actually, no, sorry. The thing that I told you, the 22 million was of 2019. In 2020, he earned 29.5 million. Dude, what and is he this? was the year's highest paid YouTuber. This is the child. Oh. Look at him. And all, not only are you making so much money, you're making money unboxing toys, man. That's like making 50 mil to watch movies. Not you're not even reviewing the movies. You're just sitting down and watching Harry Potter. That is insane. This doesn't even make me angry about the kid. This makes me angry <laughs> about, about myself like, and the world, but myself. Like, why cannot I make millions What's his huge unboxing toys? Surprise. His most viewed video has 2 billion views. With How? A B. How? It also looks like a vlog. That, yeah, this like, is a home video. It literally looks like a video that Karen made from Walmart. Yeah. It ha this is 2 billion views, dude. This is 2 billion views. <laughs> 2 billion, yeah. That's insane. That is truly, absolutely crazy. I didn't know. I knew that he was like a thing. I didn't know that he was... He has 29, almost 29 million subscribers. You, you can't you can't see it, but I literally yeah. haven't closed my mouth <laughs> in like 2 minutes. I, I, I broke Matthias. <laughs> Yeah, so we were watching this kid, and um, and uh, my computer decided to crash. <laughs> and that was the most terrifying five yeah, minutes of yeah. my life, because we didn't know if the 50 minutes of previous talks <laughs> still existed, because it's not saved. So, thank Jesus. <laughs> thank, thank Jesus, God. It's, and we've had so many problems ev with ev technology oh, so yes, far. Oh, yes, it's like, awful. We're, Figuring out because we can kind of like we we know our way around video stuff, but sound stuff is new. Yeah, thank God the program allowed me to return the, yes. the file, even though even that wasn't a, wasn't without its hassles because then it said it was corrupted somehow. I mean, we're hoping I, it's. Uh... I, I managed to rip it out of the thing, and now it's now it's all good, as you can hear. <laughs> while listening to this episode, but a wee bit of an update in the yeah. middle of the episode yeah. that behind the scenes behind there was a disaster <laughs> back on the kid back on the kid back so the this, kid. this first of all our prompt is fighting a youtuber <laughs> and we're on a kid so um oh god we're on a kid <laughs> we're on the topic of a kid and um <laughs> oh god okay so why am i Ugh. Anyway, this kid, you said, <laughs> go compose yourself. 
You yeah. said you said this kid is ten and he makes what twenty nine million a year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, that kid deserves to be boxed. Nothing against you. If anything, we are in awe of you. Absolutely, you, we you and your world. you and your parents and everyone involved in this production machine have made an amazing work. <laughs> Enjoy your millions. But if you want to box, maybe you want to box this We're pro- I think we're probably gonna say no on the offer and look elsewhere to box. <laughs> Take our boxing business elsewhere. But, <laughs> but, uh, good on you, kid. Enjoy. Enjoy. Unboxing those toys and then even more enjoy playing with them. Back to the topic. Did you ever say who you would be boxing? I would want to unmask one of those oh, masked yes, exactly. YouTubers and box them. Yes. It will give them a bit of an unveiling and then <laughs> I would just be meaningless catalyst. <laughs> but um, uh, I think to, to take it on a bit of more of a serious note, um, this whole YouTuber boxing thing is going it's doing two good things. Personally, it will bring you like so much clout. So if you're boxing like whoever, then you're you're immediately kind of rising up the superficial social ranks. If that is something that matters to are you, you if you if you get beaten. Logan lost, and yeah, now but, he's fighting. Yeah, Mayweather. but Logan Logan was established. You, Mickey, you're not established. <laughs> so if you go to the ring and you lose, you lose. You're just a guy who lost. Yeah, but you're also for that brief period pre like from the moment it's announced until the moment you lose, then people don't know if you're going to lose, so they're kind of keeping track of you, and some of those people will stick around. I'm not saying that's an important thing, because that's such a superficial like level of success. Like, mm. ooh, I'm getting followers. <laughs> um, which is not something that I, sh- I think you should be kind of, uh, should be on the top of your list. Um, but if that's something that you do want, uh, and if it's something that can bring you something, because like, for example, in our uh, industry careers, um, sounds like we're doing porn, but in our <laughs> in our careers, um, as as sad as it is, like social media clout is important. Mm. So I guess that's a plus. But also a big plus is the fact that this whole YouTuber thing, YouTuber boxing or whatever, it's bringing so much attention to the sport of boxing, and like the big big boxing guys, like the UFC guys. I think his name is Lana something. Uh, he is loving this YouTuber trend thing. Because, like, like for example, right now, I bought a 20-pound ticket to watch Floyd versus uh, Logan because of the meme. Um, I have seen, like, two boxing matches in my life, you know? Like, I only saw uh, Floyd versus Conor McGregor because it was such a big deal. And that's it. And probably, like, one when I was a child. So, it's bringing a lot of people, like, a lot of this new generation. If you want to do that, if that's something that matters to you, and you want to bring attention to the box of... I was going to say the box of sporting, the sport of boxing, <laughs> box of unboxing the box of sporting, <laughs> then uh, go for it. Yeah. I would say only go for it if 
if you have time and money to invest in it or, oh, yeah. or you're fighting someone you know absolutely oh, you yeah. can beat. Yeah. Don't fight kids. <laughs> that's, no, that, 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 kids. that's just That's awful. just a dick move, is that that's what that is? That's just awful. And <clears throat> if kids are fighting kids, then who cares if you watch that? That's just crazy. <laughs> so um, That is definitely like... You, Whoever you are, please do not be watching kids fighting kids. Yeah, no. Like, so I, I, I doubt we even got to put a disclaimer out for this, <laughs> but you know, just keep it in mind. You know, so leave the children at peace. I would say actually, I would lean towards don't box a YouTuber if you're if you have nothing to gain. If if you're a boxer, like a established boxer, or not even established, but you you're a professional at it, or as professional as you can be, and someone comes and offers you, oh, fight this person for a lot of money. Good for the money, why not? Yeah. But uh if you're like us, you you <laughs> you, you you don't box, you're not a YouTuber. <laughs> I do it. Because <laughs> they're gonna have the time and the money to invest in it and they're gonna actually bring the heat. And if you don't, you're just gonna get beaten and you're gonna be the person that the beating I, from I a YouTuber. I agree with everything you're saying, and yet again the meme is so strong that it's like this is not even like I usually, I said this in last week's episode of like, get swallowed by a snake for the story, which obviously, as um, as it went last week, we decided that it's not worth it because you're getting eaten by a snake. We're not getting into this again, but um, boxing, you that's, that's, that's so memeable. That is so story worthy. Uh, you know, like that is something that if, if I have an opportunity to do, I would legitimately do it because of the... It's so funny. It's like the concept to me is ridiculous. Like there, it's two things that do not match in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Like YouTube and boxing. That's like if podcast people started like playing tennis. You know, like, <laughs> like what is the what is the correlation between the two things? Like, it's so strange. Um. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to box YouTuber, take a precaution. <laughs> Do you follow? Any, do you follow any YouTubers? Not really. I'm not. I'm just superficially know these names and yeah, like yeah. what do they pop up in the news? Like when yeah. the whole suicide forest was a thing and like stuff like that. Yeah. But like, I don't really follow them. I just follow the news. Mm. Not follow them. Mm. So it's all kind of secondhand information. But hey, yes. I guess we have reached our <laughs> natural so. conclusion. I think, yeah, I think we have reached our natural conclusion. It was the meme is good, but be cautious. <laughs> yes. Um, it was quite right. This episode, right, this episode <laughs> three, thrilling on on not on camera on what is this on audio on, on mic. Audio, yeah. A lot of people told me that we should do video. We will if if you really want a video, <laughs> you need to start following us and give us some yeah, a reason yeah. to yeah shout us out. Like if we get. Should we do a thing like we already had a one subscri- 100 subscribe what was it what did we yeah in the first episode there was something god we oh, are oh yeah when we, we are bad people we are bad <laughs> podcasters we when, don't even remember our own when promises we, when we reach a hundred uh oh we 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 sent the video of you wrapped in the blankets yes! and coming down the stairs that yes. was the hundreds yeah so if we get like nah i hate those like if we get to blah, 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 <laughs> do this this but no just like let us know if you really want video um the thing with video is that like we don't want to half-ass anything yes um uh, like we want everything to be as good as it can be at its current stage so with video uh, we gotta set it up well yes. we we will invest in the video but meantime if you want to want to affect the show then 
DM us with messages. DM us with messages. We have a DM yeah. us with propositions of what what should we talk about, or if you have something that you should or should not do, <laughs> and want want it thoroughly discussed, send it our way, and we we will discuss. We will discuss. Uh, we're on every Thursday. Once again, thank you for listening. Thank we you. really do appreciate it. We're having yes. a lot of fun. We hope you are too. Yes. Um, and yeah. Yes. Remember to value those friendships and not box kids. <laughs> mm, podcast. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank Great. you, everybody. See you next week.